Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. WILK News Radio. Great. Good morning, everyone. 10.07 a.m. here in the great Northeast. This beautiful Friday, February 23rd, year of our Lord 2024. This is the Bob Cordaro Show. I am he, and it is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. People like Gerald Miller, Scranton, Jeff Lepre, Scranton, Paul Preetz, Taylor, Joseph Yankalunas, Dushore, and John Miller, Sawyersville, who we honor today. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us continue today's battle and regavel to order this meeting of the Club for Common Sense. Um, my mother texted in our friend and neighbor up in the hill section in Dunmore, Fran Morazzo. She's going to be 97 on Sunday. How great is that? <laughs> I mean, it, it's funny. She, um, she was a nurse and she had white hair since... I knew her, you know, since I'm a kid. So she doesn't look any different at 97. And I mean it. She doesn't look any different at 97 than she did at whenever I met her. And 37 years old, maybe? 60 years. <laughs> Unreal. So happy birthday, Fran. Her daughter, Jeannie, speaking of uh, the, the area we're in now, uh, took over, thank God, for Anthony Fauci. And uh, she's a Dunmore girl, Dunmore valedictorian, and a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant woman. And uh, so, anyway, hopefully she'll be home for Fran's 97th. That's fantastic. And I, it's special when they get into the 90s. My friend Buddy Majikus last night, it was just great being there for his 93rd. And I told you guys, I said last hour, uh, the, from the garage... For unfortunately, to a wake, and then down to to Pat Patty's for the Majikus gang and for Pat Patty. What a great day! Uh, Mary Regina, who went to St. Anthony's with me, and so I'm going to get. I've got to get to um, the Mother Teresa for today. But 
Mary Regina says, yes, we got four shots in one. And somebody texted in that uh, it was for diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis. And the sugar cube was uh, Sabin's polio vaccine. Uh, another, the BCG vaccine scar, both the smallpox vaccine and the tuberculosis vaccine cause a blister. And then uh, you get the scab and all that. Um, yeah, there. and then someone else. This this was the four-in-one vaccine that gave protection against diphtheria, tetanus, whooping cough, and polio. And I think that's what I got. But again, at our, you know, our day and age when we were growing up, they told us, the nuns told us what was going to happen, and then it happened. Now, here's an interesting text, because i got to get to Joe from Edwardsville. Um, Bob, please mention your email address. The email address is Robert C. I, I apologize. That's not Robert C. That's my other email address. Robert dot Cordaro, C-O-R-D-A-R-O. At Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. Robert dot Cordaro, C-O-R-D-A-R-O, at Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. Um, this is fascinating. They continue in the, in the text. Uh, primarily at the time of the introduction to polio, which was never seen in history prior to the early 1900s, because metal cans were introduced with lead and aluminum and other metals uh, in the can to seal them and also to coat them so the vegetables didn't get discolored from the metal. Also, new pesticides were being introduced on fruits and vegetables. The heavy metals and the pesticides were severe neurotoxins. They realized it and removed the vax uh, and, and removed them, and that the vax got credit for the cure. This is that's fascinating theory. Um, this reinforced the, both the perception that the vaxes work. They a problem was created. It was reacted to with the elimination of these toxins, and the vaccine. Our listener says got credit where it didn't deserve it. Bob, not only did we get all the shots in school, but when I went into the military in the early 70s, you walked through the line and got needles in both arms. <laughs> Someone else, yes, Bob, in the 50s and 60s, we actually got a vaccine. Not something that's been redefined as gene therapy. <laughs> it was an actual, that's right, it actually prevented the disease. All right, let me do Mother Teresa before I get to the um, uh, get to the phones. February 23rd, uh, Mother Teresa. If someone feels that God wants him to transform social structures, that's an issue between him and his God. We all have the duty to serve God where we feel called. I feel called to help individuals to love each human being. I never think in terms of crowds in general, but in terms of each individual person. Were I to think about crowds, I would never begin anything. It is the person that matters. I believe in person-to-person encounters, and didn't she deliver? 
Mother Teresa, St. Teresa for February 23rd. By the way, it's a Friday, so we are going to finish with the two poems, the one from Nikki D., uh, for our policemen, particularly poignant on today's date, Policeman's Prayer. And then Tomorrow Never Comes by Norma Cornette Merrick. That's our that's our finale. Uh, and, and we discovered it in the uh, obituary of uh, a sweet woman by the name of Doreen Goryeb, who passed away at the end of last year. So that's I, I want to remind you that. I might do the Policeman one before. So, Joe, you've been patient and you've been holding. You're in Edwardsville and you want to talk about vaccines. Hi, Joe. I am, I, hi, Bob. Thank you very much for taking the call. Uh, just, I am the Jersey Devil. Um, oh, okay. A couple of, and, and many of your texts, you've already, you've already covered a lot of the information that I was going to cover. Yes, you do. You get several vaccines that cover different diseases. As you mentioned, the diptet, the, the diphtheria, pertussis, and typhoid, the MMR, which is uh, measles, mumps, and rubella. Um, but the, the one that, it, 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 as far as that goes, they all go in in one injection, one syringe. Okay. Now, um, you've, been, you've had hundreds of shots, I'm sure, over your life. Oh, yeah. Six months later, I defy you to find one of them. The, the funny thing about that, the, um, I got, and I'm right in your wheelhouse. I was 61 in January. You'll be 63 tomorrow. So you so, probably got the grade school shot that left the permanent scar on your, your um, upper arm, right? We're getting to that. Hang on. I'll tell you about that. No, I got the sugar shoot. Okay. And like I said, you're a couple years older, and you're probably one of those guys that would have beat the hell out of me in the playground because I went to the Catholic <laughs> school, too. No, I would have defend, defended you, Joe. I'd appreciate we never, that. We didn't allow bullies, but, yeah. <laughs> um. But the, uh, the, the smallpox wasn't given in an injection. It was given what was called at the time subdermal. And they used this little sharp metal instrument called a stylet. They dipped it in the, in the, the vaccine or whatever, whatever they were using, you know, dead virus or what have you. And they, they just punctured the skin almost like getting a tattoo. That was the tuberculosis one. Is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. I, I got that one. The tuberculosis I got in prison was similar to that, and they try to give it? it to you constantly. Interesting. And and if and if you if if it if it uh, swelled up and other kinds of issues in three or four days, you had to go back to them. But either way, you had to go back and have them look. Right, but that's just a test. That's, oh, that's a test you I thought it was okay. I thought it was a thing. Treat it with heavy duty antibiotics long term. So the but the smallpox they puncture you all those times and then it 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 creates a sore which then scabs and then I would like to say we were nagged but it was actually more harangued don't touch that and eventually it heals turns into a scar about the size of a dime but that's where that that scar on the left hand side of the on the left arm comes from is is, is the smallpox. Now, when we were younger, yeah, the, the TB test, it was a little thing. It almost looked like a push pin, and it had three uh, 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 sharp objects, protrusions on the bottom. They would stick you, usually on the inside of the left forearm, and you come back in three days, and mine always came up positive. Never had TB, but it's, one, it's a rare thing where, you know, you uh, show up with positive tests, because then I would be off for chest x-rays and all kinds of other crap 
Um, but yeah, no, that's, that's just a test. Now that's an injection too. Uh, but those I turn positive as well. Hmm. So anyway, I, and I learned some of this nonsense since I became a nurse at a much later age. Uh, but anyway, there you go. I just wanted yeah, to share well, all that. And, that and it bears repeating. It's a fascinating thing because uh, a lot of people, you know, we were young when we got them, so we didn't remember all of that. Yes, exactly. You know? Well, and now, kids, they, you know, those things, that was, that was in the dawn of this nonsense. Now, um, you, usually you get them from your pediatrician. Back then, it was, what's the quickest way to get this done? Oh, yeah, in school, where we got them all gathered together. Now you can't get to school unless you've had the MMR, the diptet, all of those things. And, like, as far as, um, you know, what people say, oh, well, we went in the military, you had to walk down the line, you are getting shot in both arms. You can only give so many injections to a baby or a little kid. You know, you have to space some of those things out. Yeah. Otherwise, you would overwhelm their immune system. <laughs> you, know, you, don't have the, you don't have the resources uh, at that age that you do when you're an adult. Well, I, I am now a full-blown skeptic when it comes to uh, mass injections after this last uh, fiasco with, with COVID. Boy, Understood. Oh boy. And if yeah. we knew then what we know now, we might have felt the same way about the MMR and the dip test. Yeah. But I was, okay, I got them. Everything worked out fine. Well, we had, I, we also had a, a nuclear war to worry about, so. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, sometimes they would come around while you were ducking covering under your desk. <laughs> you know, apparently the desk could protect you from a nuclear Apparently explosion, so, yeah. But not from a needle. <laughs> you. Joe, thank you, my friend. Always a pleasure. Thank you, Have a great weekend and happy birthday. You too, thank you. All right, we'll take a break. Bob Cadaro, the eponymous show rolls on, and we'll come back after our great sponsors. And I want to mention one of our greatest sponsors, Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs. Road Scholar's unique shipping solutions, dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few of those solutions. Visit roadscholar.com and find out what this family company can do for you, whether you ship with them within Northeast Pennsylvania or the entire Northeast United States, or whether you want to drive for them. Roadscholar.com. Dave Clark Five, they released their hit Bits and Pieces, this date, 1964. Now, Bulldog, we'll only play the Beatles from unless we could if we could find it from the Ed Sullivan show itself. Okay, if not, we'll skip over it. But uh, this date, 1964, the Beatles performed on the Ed Sullivan show for the third time, starting off with their hit Twist and Shout. So if we could find the actual Twist and Shout from Ed Sully Stone, we'll do that. Uh, but... More importantly, 1945, that, that iconic, and it is in the Marine, um, I could tell I'm 63, the Marine uh, statue, but it's, it's not statue, the Marine Memorial in Washington, D.C., uh, in, in World War II, this date. The Marines on Iwo Jima captured Mount Suribachi. And it is now pretty well known they raised two American flags. Because the first one was not captured on film. The second was. Uh, that iconic uh, Associated Press photograph, but also in video. Oh, it just makes you proud to, of, of these people, this generation, that fought for us in places like 
Iwo Jima. And, and I, you know, I looked, I actually, when, when that was, uh, uh, that like little history was playing, I looked to my right and where Tony Julian sat at age 100 and was telling about being on Iwo Jima. I, I, it just gave me chills. I, I looked to where he was sitting. Hmm. I'll tell you, that was August 27th, 2nd, uh, 2022. If you go back in our podcast, you go to WILKnewsradio.com, and you'll have podcasts, and I think you can find August 22nd. I had him and uh, Tony Julian and Charlie Tanzitz on. Charlie Charlie's 103 now. I've got to get over to the Gino Murley to see him. And... Um, uh, just remarkable that, in fact, I may go over tomorrow to Gino Murley because that, that'll be my birthday present uh, to see Charlie Tanzitz. Uh, but they were both here, and we did the whole, well, we did two of the three hours of the show with them, talking about World War II, and, and Tony Julian had been on Iwo Jima. He was injured there. Remarkable. Remarkable. <sighs> Uh, Bob, I could never confirm it, Somebody says, a listener says, but a guy named Butch Vinosh claims that he blew up that mountain before they put the flag there. Tony T., I mean, our people were, the people from this area, you know they were incredible, and they just came back and they were normal guys and lived very often quiet lives and never talked about it. You know, maybe provoked by some memory or whatever, but they didn't go on and on about it. But I believe I would believe it. By the way, Jeff from Carbondale checking in. He was wondering if I saw anything about the new Gemini AI uh, on uh, that Google has, and I did. I saw it on uh, Gutfeld last night, and Jeff was watching Gutfeld as well. And what they did, and I read a, a number of the reports, and, and a number of you sent me information on this. Th- there's this politically correct artificial intelligence that Google has. And they had these, you know, goofball wokesters doing the inputs. I mean, you got to put inputs into the artificial intelligence. And so uh, George White, everybody turned out to be people of color or black or African-American from astronauts to George Washington. <laughs> I mean, just, well, and it's so stupid. African-Americans, black Americans have incredible history. In fact, they have an incredible uh, present not just an incredible history. And, and what do you care? If George Washington was African-American, would that change anyone's life or perception of him? I, it's just this stupid wokeness. They're, what are they guilty about? That's what the schools teach, guilt. And then people who are above where they should be by merit or otherwise get doubly guilty and do stupid things like this. So, yeah, I did see that. Jeff, in a separate text, says, 
and this I, I noted this. He said that boys and girls, yes, girls, got the shot on the inside of the arm for when they wore dresses. How about that? Now somebody said chicken pox uh, left the mark. No, 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 no. This was uh, this was the shot because I re- I physically remember the shot. Chicken pox could leave scars if you scratched it. I remember that. You had to, you had to you had to fight. From uh, and to avoid scratching. By the way, uh, Butch Vinash lived in Simpson. Tony T tells me. I believe it. I really would. I wouldn't hesitate to uh, say, oh, "Okay, our guys, our guys were all over places like Iwo Jima." Yep. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with our veterans tribute, and then uh, our friend Mike from Bloomsburg wants to talk a bridge collapse. Remember that two years ago? He wants to talk about that. So we'll uh, hear from our great sponsors, uh, including, well, not including, I'll mention Road Scholar. And then uh, we'll do the Veterans Tribute, the weather, and then uh, we'll hear what Mike has to say about that Pittsburgh uh, uh, bridge collapse. We'll be back. John Miller, Sawyersville, born Kearney, New Jersey. That's Murph's hometown. Raised in Sawyersville, Sawyersville High School, class of 64, U.S. Army veteran serving honorably during the Vietnam War. Started at Procter & Gamble, but then opened his own business, Environmental Safety and Consulting, Jay Miller & Sons, Environmental. He was a Sawyersville Sailors mini football team coach. He built half his home with his own hands. Installed his own pool, took care of the yard, loved his cats. Proceeded in death by his former wife, Karen, the mother of his children. His daughter, sons, and I know his son Jeff well. Four grandchildren, all survive him. John Miller. Joseph Yankalunas, Dushore. Luzerne uh, High School graduate of 1952, became a Marine in 53 as an active and a reservist until 1961. He was a trooper with the Pennsylvania State Police for 33 years, serving all over finishing up in Dushore. He was a special sheriff's department deputy for 10 years in Sullivan County. Married Elizabeth Tootie Randall. Back in 1970, they had a son, Eric. His wife survives him, as does Eric. Sisters and brothers and many other family members. Joseph Yankalunas. Paul Preetz, Taylor. Born in Scranton, West Scranton High School graduate. United States Marine Corps, serving during the Vietnam War. Becoming a sergeant. He owned Preet's Automotive and Taylor, which his son Jason now runs. Survived by that son, a daughter, and grandchildren, seven great-grandchildren. Paul Preet's. Jeff Lepre, only 59. He was a Scranton guy. Fought four-year battle with kidney disease. Succumbed January 5th. 1983 graduate of Dunmore High School, licensed practical nurse, served honorably in the United States Army as a medic, survived by family members, including brothers, 
Jeff Lepre. Gerald Miller, Petersburg section of Scranton. His wife of 69 years, Jones, survives him. They were married in the Petersburg Presbyterian Church. Walked by it all the time. Back in 1954. Scranton Central High School, Penn State University. He was president of Durier Lumber Company. Survived by a daughter, a son, and a granddaughter. Gerald Miller. Our veterans for today. Storm Tracker's 16 forecast from meteorologist Allie Gallo. Today, morning showers then become becoming partly Sunday. I think we're there now. High near 50 with temperatures falling overnight tomorrow. Tonight, breezy and colder with snow flurries. They'll be down to about 20. Saturday, breezy and cold with a chance of a morning sh- uh, snow shower clearing in the afternoon. S- uh, Sunday, it'll be 31 on Saturday. Sunday... Sunny. Now, I don't know what this means. We'll have to ask uh, Allie. It's going to be beezy, it says. Beezy and milder on Sunday, high of 43. And that's the weather. All right, so uh, somebody texted in, the bridge that collapsed. Everyone praised Fetterman because he showed up after a collapse, but no one ever questioned where he was to do something about it before it collapsed. Apparently, there was tons of documentation to prove that it was in distress, that bridge. Yeah, fascinating. Uh, Somebody said, uh, talking about Mr. Miller that passed away, the man that took uh, free time and invested in the youth by coaching a team or running scouts were truly great-hearted people. God bless them. By the way, our friend Doug says he's 61. He, He knows that deal. He knows the, the the vaccination deal. Mike from Bloomsburg. How are you, Mike? Hey, uh, cardio with Cordero again. One of my favorite things. <laughs> Great. And, uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> and, uh, hey, I'll touch base, I'll touch base with you uh, in the future about the vaccines. I have a – well, he's my best friend, but we're actually technically not brothers, but we consider each other brothers. Ph.D. from Penn State, taught at Penn State – new statistics and all that stuff. And he warned me right from the beginning. And uh, unfortunately, uh, I had other pressures and I, I, I took two shots. And we'll, we'll get into that another time. But anyway, this uh, two years ago, a little over two years ago, uh, the Forbes Bridge, Forge Avenue Bridge in Pittsburgh collapsed. And uh, Joe Biden, you know, he got out there right away to talk about his infrastructure bill and he's going to prevent this stuff from happening, blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. So, just yesterday in our paper, there was a little, maybe about a one and a half inch size article that said the bridge had been identified as being inadequate. It was written up and told that it need maintenance, but Pittsburgh never did the maintenance on the bridge uh, according to what was they were told to do. And subsequently, it collapsed. So basically, what I'm saying is that, the, you know, the lie gets around the world, what? two and a half times before the truth gets its boots on. Yep. Well, that's what happened there. It was, it was defective, and they knew it, and they didn't do anything about it. And I'm, I'm here to say that I'm surprised Biden hasn't gone back to that bridge and found a way to blame it on the Republicans <laughs> and saying, this is why we got yeah. that bill, because yeah. the Republicans blocked it. Yeah, you know? 
Well, he uh, forgive. I mean, he, I'm sure he forgot he was ever there. <laughs> oh, that's, I, don't, I don't even say that kidding around. I, I'm sure he forgot he was ever there. Yeah, I know. I, I believe you. I believe you. And it's, a, it's a shame to have to yeah. think like that uh, or believe that, but it's probably true. Now, my prediction is that if we were to go through the records in Scranton, we would find bridges that are in disrepair and need to be repaired. Yeah. And none of them have been repaired since we got the big infrastructure bill. Okay. We, uh, and, uh, I, I remember when I was county commissioner, one of the things we did is repair bridges. And, and, and they were all rural. And, and, and it's sad to say, but our predecessor uh, wouldn't fix them because there were no Democrat votes out in the Thornhurst and places like that. So it was left to us to fix all these defective bridges and replace them. Uh, but it has to be done because you're in a, you're in these rural areas in particular, and the county owned it, owned a lot of bridges. Uh, your your um, detour might be 17 miles. You know, it's it's very important yeah. to deal with actual infrastructure instead of racist roads. I, I, amazing. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I, I really um. I've told you this before. I am more concerned about the state of this country than I was uh, after 9-11 and after Kennedy got shot. Did, did you hear me, Paul Tice yesterday by any chance? No, no. He, tell me, he, tell he me wrote that. a book, um, Race to Zero, and it's how this uh, uh, ESG and wokeness in corporations – and, and one of the parts of the book is what the Biden administration is forcing a change in what fiduciary responsibility to the investors are. It's forcing uh, all of these governance issues to be weighted against the stock and forcing companies to do them, do this nonsense. And he says it's, it's actually taking us towards a, a financial collapse. Oh, so with, so all, doubt, they're doing it on so many levels, Mike, that, that we're in trouble on all fronts with these idiots. It's, it's scary. Military academies are being yeah. invaded with wokeness, yep. woke professors that don't meet the standards to be professors, but yet there they are. Yep. And uh, just how, the, the last thing I want to say is so many things could not be going wrong and being pushed in the wrong direction. By accident. Correct. I'm, I've now to the belief that the people that are controlling Biden are intent on collapsing this country. And which way they're going to do it, I don't know. But the first thing that pops into my mind is the currency. Having that well, and, but Mike, that, that's how you end up owing them your life. <laughs> after, they, after they destroy it. Then you have to turn to them and the government uh, and the powers that be to restore it. And, and, and a lot you know, of people forget who did it in the first place. You know, Bob, I do believe that it's not going to be when that happens, probably more than half of the country will already be dependent on government. Yeah. Well, or we're at least there. believe yeah. they're dependent on government. Yes, we're there so, already. Yep. They're going to think it's a good thing. Michael, thank you, my friend. Always great to hear from you. Have a good weekend, and we'll do something right now, which is hear from our sponsors. Then we'll come back. I swear I remember watching this. I would only be three. 
The Beatles performing on the Ed Sully Stone show. Their third appearance. And they did Twist and Shot. And I remember them showing the girls screaming. Oh, my God. Wild. I have, um, if I could ever get my MP3 working again, my prison MP3, uh, Twist and Shout from Shea Stadium. And it's just, it's so good it brings tears to your eyes. It really does. Uh, so one of the trolls, Bob, the Pittsburgh Bridge was found faulty under Trump's watch due to lack of funding. Caller is again misinformed like you are. Wait, you're just stupid. You're, you're just stupid. And I don't know why you choose to be. You're writing in the English language using actual words. It was a city bridge. And the federal government found it was the city's fault. They ignored maintenance that had been asked for and begged for by inspections. And then they stopped inspecting it. How the hell do you bring Trump into this? Oh, God. I'm telling you. And I'm going to block you. That's it. Because I, I, I can't have this stupid stuff, like, wasting my time. We've got so many so many people, even many that, that disagree with me. And they'll disagree with me. And I blocked this yesterday. And I, and I, I'm going to find out who unblocked you. And, and it's just, it's this stupidity. Like, I, we don't need stupidity. We need smart people. There are not a lot of smart people that disagree with me or that deny reality, but you're one of them. So go get another phone number, and then you could add your stupidity to the show. You're done. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I blocked them yesterday because it's this constant trolling, but it's about stupidity. And somebody says it must be Dave from Kingston. It certainly sounds like his idiocy. I don't have time for that. Bulldog, did we run Bloomberg yet? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) a Pittsburgh bridge collapses. After Trump has left the presidency, it's a city bridge. The city's found negligent by the federal government under Joe Biden, but Trump's at fault. I mean, that's the kind of stupidity, and this person will vote for Joe Biden. They're, they're, they're beyond idiotic. I, I, I don't get it, and, and they choose to be this. I'm, I feel for you. I, I pray for you. I really do. Uh, Lorraine about uh, from Hazleton about vaccines. Hi, Lorraine. Hello, Bob. She's calling about yes. us. I guess. I guess we got to play. A, we got to play your theme song, even if it's not a poem, huh? Well, why I, not? Right? There's a, there's a couple odd things here that I want to. Well, the vaccines. I yeah, that DPT, you know, diphtheria, pertussis, and tetanus. But see that um, smallpox. I got an arm, but I got it at the doctor's. And back then, they said would say, if you remember, if you want a Mickey Mouse or Snow White or all these um, like cartoon characters, you know, they try to lure you that you wouldn't be afraid. 
And I know it formed a scab. And I know they said if smallpox ever broke out again, you'd have to everybody would have to get revaccinated. Yes, yeah, so yeah. you say, why did I get it in the first place? Then you know. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like a gun. They would shoot. You know, it was like it was a circle naturally. So. Well, anyway, d- Lorraine, drug companies, drug companies had lobbyists even back then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, only we were too small to realize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, um, and um, well, I don't know if you want to hear a quick poem or do you want to hear your birthday greetings. Well, I mean, we got one shot. Let's you 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 pick. You could go either well, way. <laughs> how about both ways? I could go. Quick. <laughs> I could wait. I could Do wait. Do the birthday no, greeting. We'll save the poem for next week. Oh no! Well, this. Okay. Well, it was that one that that also coincides with, you know, that one love while there is life. That one I. I well, okay. Here it goes. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Fuzzy Wuzzy. <laughs> Happy birthday to you All and right. many more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my darling. That. Time for Bloomberg Money Minute. That's a good way to go into it. Lorraine <laughs> from Hazelton, our girl. We're back. And uh, that's the Doors. Morrison Hotel, their fifth album, uh, to go gold. And it meant something back then. Yet I physically go and buy the album. And Murph picked Roadhouse Blues for that. Good stuff. So, um... The thing that we have is just people that, I don't know, it's just this inexplicable silliness. Now, I'm looking at the USS Dwight D. Eisenhower. They're defending against the Houthi rebels. The Houthi rebels were taken off of the terrorist list by Joe Biden. The Houthi rebels are supplied by our enemy, Iran, from which Joe Biden lifted the embargo and released $16 billion in frozen funds. You cannot make up the stupidity of these people, and people are going to vote for them. And on top of that, they're letting ten over 10 million people, many of them criminals, many of them terrorists, come into this country. And Bill O'Reilly reports, there are credible allegations, no proof, credible, credible allegations, that Obrador, the left-wing Mexican president, is receiving tens and millions of dollars in bribes from the cartels that are operating freely and have turned Mexico into a narco state. Thank you to Joe Biden, because they've got to get the drugs into America. And Joe Biden's open border is allowing it. You cannot make up how awful he is, how disgraceful. And on top of that, he's corrupt. On top of that, he's a horrible human being. 
in small ways, like letting his dog, his two dogs, bite over 30 people. And not giving a spit about that. And then denying his own granddaughter. It's just, And then not telling his son to grow up. And some of you are going to vote for him. I, I, it, it just blows me away. Wow. Well, there's a note to go out on. Let's take a break. Brian Hughes with the news. We'll be back. Go to YLK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.